Welcome to your upfront moment. We're building a confidence revolution. Hi friends, I'm Lauren Curry, the founder of Upfront. We're an organisation on a mission to change confidence for 1 million women and non-binary people by 2023. And we do this in three ways. We transform your relationship and habits around confidence, power and visibility through our six-week online course. Each cohort is called a bond. Bond is the collective noun for a group of women and over a thousand women have graduated from a bond from over 20 different countries. We build community, real, genuine, human community, where women learn how to stand up for themselves and each other. We hold each other to account. We celebrate each other and learn together. Our community is Global Bond. We create content that will inspire, challenge and motivate you to be upfront. We are here to change confidence, not women. Upfront Moment is designed to kick your week off with confidence, self-compassion and agency. Last week we talked about finding your confidence superpower and this week I'm giving you permission to stop. Do you know how to rest? There's a question. Do you know how to to rest. Has anybody ever taught you how to rest? Rest is political and you've been taught to believe that resting and taking time off isn't possible. And for many of you this will be harder than for others. I'm planning to take the month of August off this year and it prompted me to reflect on the decision I made to take January off at the start of this year. In this episode, I want to share with you the notes that I wrote in January to announce my month off to my community. So in November 2021, I decided I was going to take January off. I knew that I needed to do this. I needed this time. And then in December, I decided it was totally impossible. My team was brand new and 2021 had been a record year for my business. But then I talked to some smart people and I figured it out. And I hope that my experience can help you reflect on your relationship with time off. So this was my plan. I'm going to work on Mondays. In the morning, I'll create content, primarily the newsletter, Upfront's newsletter, my Lauren Curry newsletter. In the afternoon, I'll spend time in Global Bond, checking in with my community and our conversations. And I'll end the day by checking in with Nadala Dales, our strategy director in New York, to chat through the week ahead. I've got no idea if this plan is actually going to work, but I'm going to give it a go. So you want to know the three things that made this possible? Number one, trust. I'm growing a team that I trust implicitly. Will things go wrong? Probably. Will things be put into the world that I'm not 100% in love with? Maybe. Does that matter? Yes, but not for the reasons you think it does. It matters because my team 
need the opportunity to learn. And mistakes happen, but only when you leave space for growth to happen. I trust my team. I'm good at asking for help and they are too. And I also trust myself. I trust that I'm being the leader I want to be. I'm role modeling, taking time out. I'm practicing what I preach. I'm doing something even though it feels scary and uncomfortable. I also trust you, my community, my bond. When I announced I was taking this time out, it was the women in the bond who immediately showed up in my inbox and my DMs to tell me how inspired and proud they were. And this made me feel proud because this is the part that feels the hardest. I care about my community and the bond so much, so deeply, but I know if Upfront is going to have the impact I want it to have, it has to be able to grow and create value without me being in it every single day. And this is one of a million steps on that journey. The second thing is growth. Growing a team requires time and money. 2021 was a record year for us. We worked our asses off and it paid off in all the ways. Impact, revenue, joy, focus. This decision is also about growth. I know Upfront is going to continue to grow and that means that I need to grow too. I need to be on form, at my best. Right now, my energy is my business's most precious asset and this decision is about protecting it, nourishing it. It's giving me time to process the growth we've just been through in 2021 and accept my new reality. And the third thing, grace. You all know by now, grace is my word for 2022. So I wrote these words down on January 5th, 2021. Does that mean that I'm working? I guess so. Am I enjoying it? Yes, I've chosen to make a hot drink and light some candles and write to you. I'm not going to take a tantrum if I work on a day that's not a Monday. I know that might happen and that's okay. I'm giving myself, my team in this experiment, grace. I want this to be the norm. I want to build a business that means I work when I want to and I rest when I want to. You have to start somewhere, right? And yeah, grace is my word for 2022. So I have to make sure she's getting the pride of place that she deserves. So I shared this with my community and then you all had lots of questions. So I want to also answer some of the questions that you asked me. How will you manage the fear of missed opportunities? So I have many fears, but this is not one of them. I know that Kim will monitor everything and if a big opportunity appears, she will shout me in her glorious Yorkshire accent. And if this is a fear you have, I'd ask yourself, what opportunities are you missing out on by not giving yourself proper downtime to rest and recharge and reflect and learn and sleep? All the things science has taught us that we need to do to be creative and to make sound decisions. Now, this is very different depending on your employment status and the type of business you run. For me, Having a PA and a community lead I trust implicitly has been a key step for me getting to this place. How will I switch off mentally? Well, this is the million dollar question and I don't know. Like I am a work in progress and learning all the time how to relax and switch off. Having a four-year-old, 
helps me do this in some ways. Uh, living in a country like Sweden helps me. The culture is very much life before work here. And I adore my work and it very often doesn't feel like work. Some days I even miss my team and I miss the bond. But I do also get stuck in the trap of associating all my worth with my work. I'm addicted to the dopamine hit that social media gives me. So I'm doing things like this to practice building the muscles of learning to relax and learning to switch off properly. Well, I delete all the apps from my phone. So I've not had email or Twitter on my phone for years. I also don't have Slack on my phone. This is the main tool that our team used to communicate. So I will delete Instagram and I'm only going to use it on Mondays. I definitely struggle with checking emails way too often. Even though Kim does manage my inbox, I look at it far more than is necessary. And it's too easy for me for emails to feel productive. Emailing is not productive. How will I keep work thoughts and stress to just once a week? Um, I probably won't, but trying is how I'm going to learn. So practical things like not having apps on my phone and announcing this to over 5,000 people (laughs) helps. You also wanted to know about the time I chose. So you said often December is considered a rest period. Why did you extend it? Last December was really full on for me. I worked right up until the 22nd. And also my four-year-old's off school. So if you have a kid, you know that parenting can often be harder work than work. Um, In January, he'll be at school. We're also moving house on the 18th of January. So that's also a big factor. I want time to settle, get organised. And I think the first quarter of this year is the best month to take off because the rest of the world will just be working its way back up to full speed. How will you manage your income while taking a long time off? So this is the question that I wanted you to ask. So thank you for asking it. Upfront's main revenue stream is our six-week bond course. In 2021, we ran three bonds. Our second source of income is our monthly recurring revenue from Global Bond. And this means that we have a healthy cash flow and monthly recurring revenue that doesn't require me to work every single day. How will you prepare for this break and what will the knock-on impact be? So because I made this decision in November, I didn't book any work in for January and I spent time thinking about how this was going to work with Kim, James and Najla and I think taking time off when you're a founder is a whole other ballgame. The impact should be all good things. I should be rested and come back with more clarity and focus. What will you spend your time off doing? So I really don't have much planned at all. I want to leave space to rest and just be for a bit. We're in the process of moving house. We're staying at our gorgeous friend's place until our new place is ready for us. So this also means settling my son into a new school. You know, I want to take time to reflect on last year, think deeply about the year coming up and what I want to happen. And I might even try and go on a trip somewhere on my own. Fast forward to July 2022 and it's so interesting for me to hear those words back now that we're kind of six months past that point and to be in a place where time off doesn't feel anywhere near so scary or risky, to be in a place where I did take that solo break and it was brilliant. 
And if you haven't listened to that upfront moment, make sure you check it out. All about my solo trip to Barcelona. This year in 2022, I intend to take August off and I intend again to take January of 2023 off. So now I want to share with you two examples of incredible black women and organisations who are intentionally taking time off and doing rest well in sectors where always being on is rewarded. Now it's really vital to note that rest and this whole conversation, particularly for black and brown and marginalised women, is political. Because let's be honest, the truth is that we white women will co-op movements in moments that were not designed for us. Our privilege will tell us that political movements started by black women are for all women, yet we seldom see the harm we cause when we piggyback onto their work. So black and brown women are operating from a norm of giving double and triple uncompensated and ignored labour. Do you remember that moment in Scandal when Rowan shouts at Olivia, You have to be twice as good as them to get half of what they have. Folks from marginalised communities often have to work twice as hard for half as much. And in that truth lies why rest is so important, but also so political for black and brown women. Trisha Hersey is the founder of the NAP ministry. And she says this, My rest as a black woman in America suffering from generational exhaustion and racial trauma, always was a political refusal and a social justice uprising within my body. The first example is Arlen Hamilton, an investor and the founder and managing partner of Backstage Capital. Arlen went from being homeless to running a $20 million VC fund. In her podcast this week, she said this, I have to rest. I will not say it any other way. I have to rest to be able to do what I do. I have to be okay to do what I want to do. I have plans to do so much more, to affect more people, to reach more people, to help more people, to invest in more people, to catalyze more people. And I cannot do that if I am overwhelmed, which I have been. And I also want joy. I want fun, I want happiness, I want to splurge, I want to indulge, I want to laugh, I want to disappear sometimes, I want to rest. And I will be doing all of those things. So if you get my away message, there will be instructions on the people you need to reach to get the thing done that you need. And if I'm not available and it's not urgent, then wait. Simply wait. Go take a break yourself. Oh, it gives me goosebumps. The second example is a social enterprise called 64 Million Artists and they have decided to give their whole team all of August off on full pay. And the company made this move in a bid to help its eight staff members with their mental health and avoid burnout. In the US, Nike's return to office is underway. The swoosh is emphasising employee well-being by offering a week off in August and summer Fridays, where weekends start at noon 
every Friday until September. And here in Sweden, every person here is guaranteed five weeks or 25 working days of vacation. And there is something called semesterlagen or vacation law in Sweden that governs vacation policies. Semesterlagen not only gives employees the right to five weeks of paid vacation time, but also the right to take four of those weeks consecutively during the months of June, July and August. So with these in mind, your upfront challenge is this. Find a way to intentionally slow down this week. How might you honour the truth that you're a human being, not a machine? What does your wildest rest look like? And this is about so much more than taking a nap. Stephanie Barron Hall wrote a post on the nine types of rest for her and it went viral. It went viral for a reason. Her nine types of rest are this. Time away. Permission to not be helpful. Something unproductive. Appreciating art and nature. Alone time to recharge. A break from responsibility. Stillness to decompress. Safe space. Alone time at home. You desperately need to rest. You are moving too quickly. You are rushing. Who are you rushing for? How will you intentionally slow down this week, this month, this year? That is your upfront challenge. Thank you for listening, friend. Let me know how you go with your upfront challenge. Tag us at Upfront Global. Tag me at Lauren Curry and let me know what you took away from this moment. And of course, please let me know if there's any topic you'd like me to cover next. Don't forget to sign up to our weekly newsletter. Every Tuesday, we send over 4,000 people all over the world links, insight and inspiration that will leave you feeling ready to take action. Bye friend, I'll see you on Monday for your next Upfront Moment.